At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others, whom he sent ahead of him in pairs, to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever house, whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Once again, dear brothers and sisters, you're welcome to this holy day, the Mass of the 14th Sunday of the Ordinary Time of the Church. And we're all grateful to God for bringing us together. And at the end of this Mass, we all pray that we go away with His blessing and with His graces. On the 4th of July, I was opportune to celebrate that day with a couple of families. A family invited me, and some other families were invited by the family. About seven different families all gathered in one place celebrating. And it was a joyful sight for me seeing families 
coming together, man, wife, children, gloriously celebrating together. And it reminded me of what the psalm says, Psalm 133 to be precise, how wonderful it is for brothers to live in peace and harmony. Verse 2 of that chapter says, it is like oil on the head of Aaron, not Aaron as a Christian, Aaron the prophet probably, flowing down his bears and onto his garments. The oil flows without restraint. The Bible says that's the kind of blessing that follows such families that live together in peace. And it's so wonderful seeing families even in church all seated together that portrays a sign of peace. And if there's no peace in your family, there was this song rendered also on the 4th of July here in church, let there be peace in the world. And the second line says, let it begin with me. So if there's no peace in your family, it has to start from you. And today, even the gospel says the first words that were to be said by the disciples when they entered the families were to say the gospel of peace because of the relevance of peace in our families. But today the readings want us to think about something important. We have listened to three readings. The first from the prophecy of Isaiah, the second from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians, and the third, the gospel according to St. Luke. Last Sunday we listened to Jesus telling us that we're all disciples called to preach the gospel. And so we all are called through our baptism to become disciples. And today, the readings want us to pay attention to what is very important in our lives and not be preoccupied with what is not. I wish you had experience of my father, the experience I had with his de demise, last year you would remember that I had to depart for his burial. And getting home, I got one of his files that had his degrees, certificates, little documents belonging to him. And I saw how useless they had become because no one was going to use his degrees ever. And at this time, it is so useless. It reminds me of what the book of Ecclesiastes said, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. And most of the times we spend our lives chasing all these things that pass away, degrees, work, money. We spend our lives and not pay attention to that which is very important in our lives. We would understand the first reading today, the prophecy of Isaiah, if we're able to read the whole book of Isaiah. That book of Isaiah was a sort of a summary of what the people of God passed through after their redemption and after their institution, so to say, as the people of God. 
the first chapter of that book summarizes somehow what the whole book says, because the whole book could be divided actually into three. The first part that talks about warnings to the people, the second about exile, and the third about restitution and their reconciliation eventually with God. Today we listen to chapter 66, which talked about restoration of the people after they had gone to exile. Now, Isaiah was warning the people he was the mouthpiece of God. They had built the temple for 46 years, and it was a symbol of their pride. Everyone desired to go up to Jerusalem because, for the Jews, the temple of Jerusalem was their pride. And so to be there was to be greater than other people, for able to enter the temple of Jerusalem. And Isaiah was telling them, your pride is just this temple, but I take more concern for your lives than this temple. He wanted them to pay attention to their lives and not the attention they paid to the temple. And Isaiah was telling them, I am tired of your sacrifices, God was saying through Isaiah. I am tired of your prayers which you offer in this temple. Pay attention to your lives. You do not pay attention to justice. You trample on the poor and the needy. You do not live holy lives. Even animals know their lords, but you, my people, do not know me. And he allowed them, when they were adamant, they couldn't listen, he allowed the Babylonians to crush that temple, their whole pride. And what they held to esteem was destroyed by these people, and they were taken away into exile. They were paying attention to what was less relevant and paid less attention to their lives. God allowed our temple to be taken away, and so they were taken to exile. But it was the people that were coming back from exile that Isaiah was telling these words we heard today, that God was going to restore them into their land because God is merciful and just. Even though he had allowed them to be taken to exile, he was going to restore them to Jerusalem. So that was the reading of today. Paying attention to what is relevant. That also was emphasized by Jesus in the gospel reading. He sent 72 others. Now these 72 represent all of us in our different walks of life. 72 others apart from the 12 apostles others. And so all of us are also sent. He wanted them to know that the mission to spread the gospel was not just his, but was meant for everyone, just like we are all called to spread this gospel. And St. Francis of Assisi would say, preach always, sometimes use words, because our lives are supposed to be the messenger of the gospel. Preach always, sometimes, if you can, if you will, if you wish, use words. And when these 72 had gone and had carried out what Jesus had sent them to do, they came back rejoicing and were reporting to Jesus. They said, were saying, even the demons were falling down and were respecting us. But Jesus told them, do not rejoice because the demons were obeying you. Do not rejoice because you were commanding them, 
rejoice rather that your names are written in heaven. That basically was what was most important for Jesus. And that is what is most important for all of us. That in anything we do, in our different vocations, in our different callings, if we do not succeed in getting our names written in heaven, then we must have paid attention to that which is not important. Because at the end, it wouldn't matter eventually whether we had first class, whether we had all this and that, it wouldn't matter really. What would matter is that we're able to go through what Jesus has sent us to do and we get our names written just as Jesus tells his disciples. And the same thing St. Paul writes to the Galatians. Now these Galatians were taking pride in being circumcised and they were taunting others who were not. Their pride was the fact that they were circumcised. But St. Paul wrote them and said, that is not what is important. He told them, I carry on myself the cross of Christ. Woe betide me if I take pride in any other thing but the cross of Christ. I should be ashamed if I take pride in any other thing but in the cross of Christ, which I bear in my body. My dear brothers and sisters, you and I, are called to preach this gospel. Today, the church wants us to pay attention to our lives. Today, the church wants us to pay attention to what is very important in our lives and not be preoccupied by that which is less important. Let us, like Paul, take pride in that which is important, the cross of Christ, which we show unto others even by the way we live. And we pray that Christ, who sends us, may help us achieve this through Christ our Lord. Amen.